0: Hey, what? Well, <laughs> sorry, it's too hot. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's a bad. Hey, hey, welcome. I'm gonna, now I got now. I got nervous hiccups. <laughs> it was bad. I knew it the second I said it. Hey,
1: hey, <clears throat> hey.
0: Welcome to. Hey, can you auto tune me? Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read Afterlife, answers from the other side by acclaimed psychic John Edward, the man who claims to be able to talk to your grandmother as long as you give him $1,000. And also, maybe he won't be able to talk to her. stop there i'm austin Hanna.
1: i am ganesh sarmo
0: hi i'm shane burklow and this week we're reading afterlife answers from the other side by john edward and i'm just seeing now a foreword by larry king uh, which we will not be reading <laughs> man really all right i would love to hear what larry had to say about this you know they could talk now larry remember when you wrote me that forward and larry's like i'm in hell um okay <laughs> well this is uh john edward if you remember him not the disgraced vice presidential candidate from 2004 we're talking the disgraced psychic uh from this, 2004 from 2004 <laughs> <laughs> Two john edwards like ships passing in the night in one year and then out of our lives completely uh he used to have a show on sci-fi you guys ever watch that crossing over with john edward no
2: i remember the name
1: uh, i don't don't think I watched. I don't think I was the target demo back in two thousand
0: four. You mean ba- crossing ba- over back when you were fourteen? You weren't interested in the afterlife. He was sixteen. You thought you had all the answers, huh? In two thousand four? No. Oh yeah, you were sixteen.
1: I can't. I was sixteen and I was a staunch atheist and I thought all these guys were hacks. Um, nothing's changed. Huh?
0: Turns out
2: you're right. <laughs>
0: No, I believe him. I'm all in on John Edward. I think he's going to help me connect with my grandma.
2: So wait, so he's like, he got canceled or something.
0: Nah, he just, I think he got canceled just because he's clearly a scam artist. He, he had a button under his desk. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he had a, he got me too, but by ghosts.
2: <laughs> me
0: booed. Hey, oh, come on. That's good stuff.
1: <laughs> Don't get better than that. I think there was like a an explosion <laughs> of these guys. He was the big one, all right? He was that, the big one, and his the, I think though. his was the most fucked up because, you know, like Long Island Medium or whatever, it's pretty light. She's going to like one person and spouting off about their dead relative or whatever, but this is like... He was pulling people out of the crowd. He'd have like a big crowd and be like, you there? have a big
0: crowd. You have a relative who starts with the name B? And they'd be like, yes, crying. Wait, so that's what he was like just throwing stuff out to strangers he would do that shit he'd be like he'd be like i see a figure to your right. uh B. What's start this bob Bert, uh is barry and they'd be like it's barry and I'd be like all right barry what was he a butcher and be <laughs> like he was a tax collector i guess like, right that's right <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it was a weird show but anyway he didn't really get canceled he got canceled in like the new, most 2004 way possible which is they just made fun of him on south park and then he kind of fizzled that's what happened back then. That's the only that's the only uh, come up in celebrities ever had in 2004 was South Park would make funny. Then 10 years later, John Oliver did a little episode on him as well. 10 years later. He's still I mean, I feel like it's, he's 10 years later. Let him be. Let him do what he's doing. If you can make it 10 years and you still believe in John Edward, like just have at it. You know what? I just didn't like the looks of this guy. That was my main beef with him. He doesn't look like a guy who can talk to ghosts. What should they look like? wow mystical like a, like a necromancer yeah, yeah. Was like a a man a, with huh? robes and uh, not a guy that looks like he's a fucking
1: this guy wall looks like, street broker he looks like yeah
0: he looks like a guy who he's just uh
1: he looks like a guy eating a big meatball sub that checks out because he is he was born in new york and he was the son of an irish american police officer he's got the face of a new yorker
0: There's only one way to describe that face and it's new york he went to long island university not in a complimentary way oh he's got big liu energy <laughs> um yeah well what they teach him there how do
1: you if, if you'd believe it the fuck phlebotomy? is
0: phlebotomy what's the liu mascot is it the mud crab uh, the liu mascot is it's a, a yelling man
2: <laughs> I don't know. About it.
0: yeah uh, i don't know but that's like long island university is like in new york city proper right
2: uh, i would think so probably in brooklyn long island or university Queens. Yeah. well there,
0: i guess there's a couple oh they have two so there's the lau sharks which makes sense that's the long island and then the brooklyn is the blackbirds no word on where John Edwards went, huh? We don't know. We're getting into the weeds here on John Edward. Either way, what? Uh, enough of this guy. We'll get into John Edward in a moment. Enough of this guy. We're better read his damn book. Yeah, but I just want to touch base with my fellas and see how they're up to. How's it going?
2: Pretty, uh, pretty
0: good. It's hot in here. I had to turn off. It's AC's off for the for the podcast, and it's getting steamy.
2: I think um, diligent listeners can always tell our summer episodes because we get a little kooky crazy at the end because we're yeah. burning up. Uh-huh. One of you, I'm not going
1: to say who, had their AC going full blast during the last episode. Was not it me? me? Was it me? No, it's not you, Austin.
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I turned it off. Wow, Shane. It's not me.
2: I actually can't use my mom. AC.
0: It was, sir? That's, just, his, that's just him breathing.
2: No, they're doing all this <laughs> reno on my, the exterior of my uh, house, and all these rude. rocks fell into my window unit and i can't turn it that's what it's the sound of rocks hitting his window damn that's what it
0: was all right (laughs) i was like i'm pretty diligently turning off my ac because i'm sweat like a damn pig in this i'm in a different room and my acoustics might be different also i don't know if you can tell i got a sunburn i got a sunburn and it's even hotter now my face is radiating yeah you're red i'm red i'm as red as a pig's butt Do you guys get out for a
2: Brooklyn pride over the weekend.
0: No, that's not my scene. No, I mean, Hey, more power to him. But no, I was at a food festival eating lots of food. Oh, wow. Did you go out? You went out for pride. I, I went to the parade. If it was out my door. You, you had yeah. a parade right by your place, right?
2: Yeah. I stepped 10 feet outside. saw the parade. Chuck Schumer walked by and waved at me. Letitia oh, wow. Wright waved at me. I Chuck went inside Sch- to pee and I missed Eric Adams. Chuck Schumer, oh. was his, uh, Chuck
0: Schumer was wearing his bedazzled hot pants.
2: He had a, I got to say, He had an oversized blazer and it was plaid and it looked terrible. Wow.
0: He was like going ultra straight
1: mode.
2: Well, he was just like, my daughter's gay. And everyone was cheering at him. I was like, what? Are you saying that to a (laughs) a megaphone? My daughter's gay. He was doing the peace signs like Richard Nixon. It was, he's just got a weird vibe. (laughs) His vibe is a little off-putting for sure. Eric Adams was there, huh? Yeah, I missed him. This is just like right outside your front door on your street, huh? Yeah, that's pretty wild. They, so they closed the streets for pride. Mm-hmm. So no traffic. And the streets were closed to like 11. Yeah. And after the parade was over, we went inside and just grabbed a six pack of beer and just stood in the street with a bunch of people and just drank beer. It was fun. Damn. That's the life. Drinking in the street with Chuck Schumer. It makes you think about things different. Hmm. Do we really
0: need cars when we could just drink in the street? No, we don't need cars. We don't need shelter. We don't need clothes, baby. It's all a construct keep you trapped. Just my thoughts and Eric Adams. <laughs> that's his kind of vibe. You see that thing about the crystals? He thinks New York City was built on a bed of special crystals. And I'm starting yeah. to think he's got a point. <laughs> I feel pretty good. But that's, there's, when you enter the city limits, you're like, damn, I feel the vibes. So it's crystals, that's what he baby. said, right? It's, that's
2: what gives it's the, it the vibes.
0: Yeah, he said we have good vibes because we have, we have a, a bed of crystals under the city. And you know yeah. what? Who's to say he's wrong. I, anything sounds good to me these days. I don't know what's true and what's not anything. Internet broke my brain. Anything. I believe anything. Would
1: you believe that John Edward can talk to dead people?
0: I already believed it since 2004. I'm on board. I'm bought and sold. I'm a John Edward man. Do you want to read the synopsis of this book?
1: No, but okay. I will tell you a little bit more about John Edward. Is there not a synopsis? From his Wikipedia
2: page. Who cares?
1: I do. <laughs> I'm here for the books, not for the banter.
2: You're overruled because I don't care and I never will. So Hmm. let's just do some Wikipedia. Okay.
1: Yeah. Austin, feel free to unsubscribe. (laughs) Wow. Man. Or are we supposed to subscribe?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are we? It's not in my contract. All right.
1: So John Edward, he had this show crossing over with John Edward. For anyone who's listening that didn't know what it was, basically the show is... He questions audience members with what is presented as information being communicated by their deceased friends and relatives. It's almost exactly how I described it about seven minutes ago. Edward says he receives images and clues from the other side, which the audience must try to interpret. The audience is not supposed to supply Edward with any prior information about themselves. Audience members respond to Edward's statements and questions. Do you have, uh, starts with an F, uh, ooh, a father?
0: <gasps> yeah, what? My
1: father's here? No,
0: just friends. That's right. Friends, friends. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Ross, Rachel, Joey. <laughs> Chandler, Chandler, is he there?
1: A little controversy. Oh, wait.
0: Is this is this the section called controversy? That's the best section of any Wikipedia article. He doesn't really have that, per se. The whole damn article is controversy. This section is just entitled... 9 11 special.
1: Uh, that seems oh.
0: in poor taste,
1: John. But shortly after the September 11th attacks, Edward began filming at least one special in which he met with some relatives of the victims with the intention of communicating with those who were killed. Uh,
2: shortly after, he thinks this is September 12th. This is October I'm
1: 2 big buildings. <laughs> October 25th,
0: 2001. That's really soon. Like, things are raw still, dude.
1: Mm -hmm. That would be in poor taste now, 21
2: years later. Yes, a month later.
1: God, God damn. The trade magazine broadcasting and cable sent a story, Psychic Plans WTC Victim Show, on the daily subscription Facts sent to news media. Brings out the 9 11 ghosts for a talent show. Steve Rosenberg, president of domestic television at Studios USA, the company that distributes his program, had scheduled the program to be broadcast during November sweeps. <laughs> sweeps, baby. Anything for ratings. Oh my god but a news of the taping sparked a national outcry both the sci-fi channel and the crossing over a john edward production office were flooded with phone calls and emails expressing outrage at oh, the exploitation of the national tragedy they initially ignored the criticism insisting that programming would go on as scheduled but within hours terminated the plans john
0: was trying to summon the ghosts and he ended up with an hour-long conversation with muhammad atta had to cancel <laughs> This one ain't working, folks.
1: (laughs) Instead of called controversy, there's a section called veracity of his abilities. Okay. Critics of Edward assert that he performs the mentalist techniques of hot and cold reading, in which one respectively uses prior knowledge or a wide array of quick and sometimes general guesses to create the impression of psychic ability.
2: Man, it would suck, Ganesh, if your Wikipedia article's questioned your hot and cold reading under your veracity of
1: <laughs> veracity
0: abilities. His <laughs> reading style was more cold than hot.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Damn, I'm catching strays out here. Nah, you're good. You're hot as hell. Thanks. Yeah, you're red hot. Ooh. You're like Aus- Austin's head.
0: Nah, red boy. hot.
2: Hot to the touch
0: is what I describe <laughs> my head as.
2: You gotta get some aloe on there, buddy.
0: I put some aloe. It ain't helping. Just Lather. Fun. <laughs> I show up into the podcast lathered in aloe.
2: Don't mind me. <laughs> It'd
0: feel pretty
1: good. It would. Hmm. Okay. Choosing the first reading from a two-hour tape of edited shows as a sample, skeptic James Randy found that just three of 23 statements made by Edward were confirmed as correct.
0: Hey, first one. He's warming up still. <laughs> I don't go out there and judge the pitcher on his warm-up tosses.
2: Yeah, three out of 23, but... If you apply that to 23,000, that's 3,000. That's That's... pretty
0: good. 3,000 ghosts. Anyway, so that's a little bit about John Edward. All right. You ready to get into this thing? Yeah. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of the afterlife here. I hope by the end of this episode, we get to talk to some of our dead relatives. Is this a how-to or a what happened? Mm, It's it's both. A what happened and a how-to. All right. Let's get into it. We'll be right back with uh, Afterlife. Answers from the other side by John Edward and Larry King. (laughs)
1: Larry King. You don't have to say his name every time
0: I'm going to say it. I'm in fact, I'm going to lose to John Edward
2: answers from the other side by Larry King, Larry King's colonoscopy is on TV. Like every day, what TV are you watching? There's just some (laughs) channel that always has like Larry
0: King's colonoscopy or something. You got to get rid of cable. That's, that's why I canceled. That's all they're showing anymore. CNN and Larry King's colonoscopy celebrity colonoscopies. Now that's a show. I'd love to see that. I want to see DJ Polly D's colon.
1: <laughs> Honestly, someone would buy it. It's just full
0: of condoms, full of uh, cocaine that he forgot to take <laughs> out of his butt when he landed at airports. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I'll pitch it. Okay, are you ready? You ready to get into this thing? Yeah. Afterlife Answers from the Other Side by Larry King, Before Before with the four into by it. John
1: Edward. What? If you could speak to people on the other side, you could speak to one person, who would it be? Like of anybody in the whole world.
2: Yeah. Can they tell the future or no? That's not what ghosts. So I don't think. Do ghosts know the future? I, I, I don't think so. Why would not <laughs> they? They're on a different plane of existence.
0: That's true. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Who would I talk to? That's a heavy question. You know what the answer is? Nobody. I don't want to talk to a ghost. I got my own shit going on. They've been there, done that. They don't know what's been going on. They're gonna told you they're going to tell me about 2004. Yeah. I was there. You can oh, go yeah. further
1: back than that
0: uh <laughs> who would i talk to no i really don't care i don't care about them <laughs> if you're dead you mean you're done to me i'm sorry to say all right love my family that died but also like
1: he doesn't have to be a family member you could be anybody yeah i carry. you want to speak to john Lennon. Like, Lennon. To
0: henry no hey what was it like to beat your wife uh
1: <laughs> sorry you cut that out <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: what is john lennon's the one you pick
1: well, I'm just throwing that out there as an Ronald option.
0: Reagan <laughs> man you sure fuck shit up Ron the actor who would I talk to I really have no good answer to that Elvis Presley rip torn Ripped, I forgot he was dead that's what I'd say to him He'd Be like you're dead <laughs> <laughs> weren't you Justin Men in Black he's like Men in Black was 25 years ago I'm like what Uh, yeah I don't know who would you pick and he sounds like you had something in mind no I didn't but I mean I suppose <laughs> John, john lennon john lennon or why what would you ask him what would you what could you possibly care about not with john george
1: lennon?
0: i would, I would, I would <laughs> talk to the quiet one i talked to paul he's still alive i'd be like what do you think about current events dude rango's good <laughs> he would just say peace and love whatever <laughs> well we just did all the beatles
2: so there you go all right, uh, I, would talk
0: to, I would talk to pete best i'd be like what do you think about getting kicked out of the beatles i must have sucked <laughs> elvis all right Elvis, I'd be like, did you how was that? Like, that shit must have been otherworldly. If you died during it, that's gotta be an all-time shit. I'd speak to Jimmy Hoffa. Where are you? Yeah, that's are you, are you I'd, alive? I'd speak well, that's impossible. I'd speak to, yeah, I'd speak to somebody who could make me money if I knew the answers that he gave me. Where's your body? Thank you. I'm gonna go dig you up. <laughs> and show the world
2: what if you just got stuck talking to like a John Doe or like a Jane Doe (laughs) what's your name it's like no just like a body that like no one could identify
0: but I could ask them anything
2: I guess they they know their name
0: yeah they'd be like my name's Kevin (laughs) I'd be like well nobody here knows
2: that (laughs) 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 that's the lost Kevin that'll that'll enrage (laughs) Kevin he's like what I'm gonna haunt the whole world I don't
0: want to be a John Doe that's my one wish in life I don't want somebody to find my body and be like, who is this? And nobody knows <laughs> that. would <what> a downer.
1: <laughs> Better go to the dentist, buddy, because that's the only way they'll know.
0: <laughs> that, honestly, that's the that's the greatest motivation I have to go to the dentist just so they have records of my teeth. So when they find my body, somebody oh, this was Austin. I don't want to be a John Doe. That would be so depressing. That'd be a good T-shirt. I don't want to be a John Doe. That would be so awful. I want somebody to be like, oh, that was Austin. I recognize that face anywhere. No, oh, this is a depressing conversation. It's a shame we're doing a podcast because people only know your voice. they ha- yeah, they'd have to they'd have to squeeze some air through my vocal cords. <laughs> oh, there he is. That's Austin <laughs> Anna from What's
1: Up <laughs> There. You know that uh, that clip of them recreating the voice of the mummy?
2: <laughs> yeah, <he's>
0: like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> do that through my put like a put like one of those huge like chimney things. <laughs> <laughs> Blow some air through my vocal cords. <laughs> That's the sound I would make. I'd be like, "That's him." That's the podcaster.
1: Put him in a podcaster's grave. All right. You ready? Chapter one, page one. Afterlife answers from the other side by John Edward. Chapter one. Living on this side. Las Vegas, January 2002.
0: I don't mean to interrupt immediately, but him and Long Island Medium. Is, the, is Long Island a hotbed for psychic activity? Crystals, baby. Or more likely a hotbed for scam, scammers
1: and con <laughs> artists.
0: <laughs> well, that actually
1: yeah. jives more with what I
0: know about Long Island.
1: Okay. Back to the book. Las Vegas, January 2002. In Las Vegas, you don't have to be a medium to see dead people. Just take an early morning walk through any casino. And you can't help but see them. I'll be talking to you guys in a couple months. And you can't (laughs) help but see them at every turn. You know the type. The ones with the zombie stares and hypnotic arm lifts dropping coins all night, hoping to hit the big one. Now, you might be saying, wait a minute. Casino psychic ka-ching is that what you're saying to yourself
2: no
0: but I get it I get where he's going
2: with it I think it's a little smug for him to be uh chastising people wanting to hit the big one when that's exactly what he's doing he hit the big one but he did it with guile
0: Yeah, and so basically he's admitting right off the bat that psychics don't know shit because he can't win at casino games.
1: It's funny to watch those serious looking men in suits, the one casinos pay to keep an eye out for crooked gamblers. When they recognize me at the tables, as soon as they spot me, they're watching like hawks trailing me from table to table making sure I'm not using my abilities like they're expecting me to start communicating with the other side to find out which number is going to come up on the roulette wheel. They don't even know I'm a psychic. I'm nude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to report that at least for this psychic being in touch with the spirit world doesn't guarantee a jackpot. And God knows I've tried in casinos from the Caribbean to California. This guy's got an addiction. It sounds like a long time ago. The boys, which is the <gasps> nickname I've given to my own personal spirit guides,
0: dude. He has his own personal boys. They hang out with him all the time. Four little Casper boys floating around his head. Mm-hmm. He's like, guys, give me a minute. I got to crank one out. <laughs> Go head out in the hallway. <laughs> They're He's like, look the
2: other way. <laughs> They're like, we will watch.
0: He's like,
1: all right, all right. I can't make you. <laughs> Sorry. taught me an expensive lesson. Trying to cash in on my abilities will cost me big time. I remember standing in front of a roulette table many years ago, getting an unmistakable vision of number 18 in my mind. A sure thing. I bet 10 bucks on lucky number 18 and lost. I bet another 10 and lost again. Then another 10 minutes and 300 bucks later, still no 18. This guy sucks at being a psychic.
2: Seems like uh, don't do that, right? That seems like not good.
0: Yeah, yeah. This would make me question my whole psychic thing. If this happened to me. Yeah, maybe you just don't have the gift. I lost it at the roulette table. I also
1: think it's funny that he said he lost big time, but he only lost $300. That's big time for a psychic, dude. You know, uh, I pulled myself away from the table and gave myself a scolding. Oh, you know this doesn't work for you. Give it up. You're a bad boy. Bad boy. Smacking himself. But as I wandered away, I noticed everyone surrounding the table pointing and staring at me. Who are those boys? Those ghastly boys. As soon as I would stopped betting, the roulette wheel hit 18. Once. Twice. Three times. Damn, four times we're just a little off five just times six times off. in a row well at least someone made a few bucks so do yourself a favor if you're standing next to me at a crap stable sometime hey don't put your money where my chips are
2: <laughs> the end this first this first
0: <laughs> chapter is pretty self-deprecating i'm suck so, and i'm stupid i'm bad at being a psychic I gamble all the time. I'm in every casino across the country. I lose my money. I got four little, little invisible boys who haunt me, heckle me. What else? Hemorrhoids, coke problem. I got hemorrhoids. I didn't even mention that. But on this
1: particular <laughs> Vegas trip, I wasn't in a betting mood. I was here to work and conduct a seminar, answering questions and conducting readings for a large audience. I didn't have any sleight of hand tricks or a crystal ball. And I certainly can't read minds, even though, well, that's all the cynics seem to think I'm good at. Hell, I can't even talk to dead people. Well, that's just between you and me. (laughs) They're convinced that there's a sucker born every minute and psychics carry a bag of parlor tricks just waiting to con them. You see, the cynics, they got plenty of ways to describe the methods they claim we use to fool people. They use terms like cold reading and painting a bullseye around the lucky guess. (laughs) They think we read body language, picking up facial cues, or listening for voice clues. Hey, they have accused me of hiding microphones in audiences and using private detectives. Putting microphones right
2: up my audience's butts?
1: I I would do no such thing. I would never. Hey, I'm surprised a lot of them have claimed that I bug people's bedrooms to get intimate
2: information. Bugging butts? Not for me. (laughs)
0: Hung up on the butt bugging
2: I don't know I never would do that
0: I would never ever look At my my uh the butts Of my victims I
1: haven't been accused of that one yet but just go,
0: Customers audience
1: Sorry (laughs) just give those cynics Time as a medium I've always made it a point to never Try to convert anyone to my beliefs Or convince anyone of my abilities In fact the exact opposite is true Hey you don't have to believe me but I have your grandma here And she says she misses you (laughs) I encourage people to be skeptical and question my process, but with an open and objective mind. I received a letter last year from one woman who embarked on a year-long mission to expose me as a fraud. It was Attorney General Janet Reno. (laughs) Marcia Secar, a VP at a major securities firm in Cincinnati, Ohio, had attended one of my seminars with a bunch of her friends. She didn't believe in mediums and came prepared to, at the very most, have a good laugh. Instead, she ended up being shocked. She recalled, in a room full of 200 people, you walked right up to a woman at the back of the room and told her she had a family member coming through who was run over by a train.
2: (laughs) What? Which one? That's a big swing. (laughs) He got it. And you were right. A train carrying that Cincinnati chili. (laughs) derailed chili all over the hillsides. She, uh, Marcia left the
1: seminar <laughs> determined to figure out how I was tricking everybody. And as someone who works with facts, it was in her meticulous, diligent nature to get to the root of the matter.
0: How'd you know about
1: that? Was it my
0: Survivors of Trained Deaths t-shirt?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she began researching the topic of mediumship, reading articles, speaking with professional cynics who taught her the tricks of the trade. Then, with notebook in hand, she dissected episode after episode of crossing over to spot my con. I tried to take the show apart, said Marcia. I spent a week on my couch with all my information about cold readings, and I tried to make it stick. Well, when it didn't, she decided she had to inspect me in person. Marcia attended four seminars in a span of a few months to catch me in the act of faking it. But once again,
2: she could not. So, So, hold on. She's a regular attendee. and I'm sure he looks at the names of every attendee and especially the regulars little googling and look uh, found out all about the chili train
0: <laughs> but is she only I think she's only a regular now just to catch him in the act of lying but yeah you're right he probably there's the, he just googled it dude He was like is anybody in my audience get hit by a big train full of hot steaming chili I was like yep three people all
2: right did dude. the chili do a number on their body they were John Doe until you had to uh, look at the <laughs> gentle records. <laughs> we
0: pulled. We pulled a John Doe out of the chili. It ain't looking good. We have a couple molars to go off of, but this one hasn't been to the dentist in 20 years. Do you have a relative with bad teeth and a stench of chili?
1: Let's stop there.
0: <laughs> stop. You stopping there. You ready? You've, you've scanned ahead. And you yeah, don't like what you
1: scanned see. ahead. Basically, Marcia admits that she's she was wrong. She was wrong, and he's right, and he sees
0: dead people, and all of her family got hit by the train at one time. That's
1: right. She said that she was wrong, and she was even more distrustful of the cynics. Oh, I hate the cynics. Oh the yeah, cynics
0: don't know that my family got cut in half by a big train. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, I I get it. I get it. All right. Well, you want to jump ahead now? See what else we got in the bag of tricks, John Edwards. Are you you a
1: believer yet?
0: I told you I've been believing since the day I was uh, introduced to the man. I saw that show on Sci-Fi, and I was like, if it's on Sci-Fi, it's got to (laughs) be (laughs) non-Fi. It's got to be real.
2: Who owns Sci-Fi?
0: NBC Universal. NBC?
2: That's an NBC show. That's an program.
0: You know, I don't know if Sci-Fi. I don't know if they own Sci-Fi back then, but they do now. And yeah. John Edward and Jimmy Fallon collect paychecks signed by the same man. Wow. Lorne Michaels. (laughs)
2: Lorne (laughs) Michaels. No, I don't know.
0: I don't know who's in charge of that mess over there. Jack Comcast. All right. You ready to jump ahead now? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. We'll be right back with more uh, Afterlife. Answers from the Other Side by John Edward.
2: Larry King and
0: the one and only Larry King I used to think his name was Larry King Live <laughs> why? because you were dumb as shit yeah <laughs> I was a dumb little boy I saw a show called Larry King Live and I was like that's his name Larry King Live Larry King Lee That I would be a, honestly it's a good name Larry King Live is a good name for a human being alright you ready?
2: I like the name Larry Lawrence
0: I don't like Lawrence but I do like Larry
1: a baby named Larry is good stuff, dude. That's
2: funny. Baby, baby
1: Larry is you funny. Guys, it's funny. You got to dress that baby up like a firefighter. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, wild. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I dress him up like a
0: Neanderthal. Larry. <laughs> you guys are taking it two opposite directions. I would dress him up like a baby because he's a baby. All right. You ready to read this section of uh, Afterlife? Uh-huh, Answer from the other uh-huh, side. Okay. Uh-huh, let's uh-huh, do uh-huh. It. Jump in.
1: After I made it into... The city. A lot of butts to bug out here. <laughs> I <laughs> had too many to, butts for me to count. I had to maneuver through cars double parked on both sides of Ninth Avenue. Okay. An enormous snowstorm had hit the Northeast three days earlier. I'm
2: sorry. Ninth Avenue is like chill
1: as fuck. This car's double parked all up and down Ninth
0: Avenue. It's the hottest avenue in the city.
2: Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> uh, the so road
1: early. the elevator. <laughs> road the elevator. What building are we in? Did you yada that? Give me the Gone. address somewhere in midtown the chrysler building that's way far away from ninth Suite 722 <laughs> greeted by a very attractive woman named diane
0: diane any chance your mother was hit by a train no okay that's just how he starts with everybody <laughs> no? the, okay. ones hits, the ones
1: he hits on really believe it though like, yes we sat on the couch in front of a table laid out with a single red rose and a lit candle and began what proceeded to be a very emotional tear-filled session is this a date almost immediately a strong energy took over and dominated the entire reading which is very rare usually three or four energies will come through in a private session vying for attention although you might be able to figure it out earlier than i did it wasn't until we were finished over an hour later did i learn who the celebrity in question celebrity Celebrity
2: on their date let oh me guess. my God!
1: What follows is an abridged version John of the reading. Lennon.
2: Oh. Walter Matthau What is that? Is that Walter Matthau? <laughs> It's
1: Like, did you know him? No. What follows is an abridged version of the reading, which is too long to include in its entirety. But I present most of it in chronological order so you oh, can okay.
0: experience the process as it unfolded. Oh my God! I can't wait. Are you? I hope you really get into it. Finally, a chance to do some voices. This is a uh, Script only two characters.
1: Okay, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that I have a male who's coming through claiming to be above you, and he's making it like he's either your father or your uh stepfather, but he's an older male. Older male, it's Walter Mathau,
2: huh? older, it, taller male. <laughs> Walter
1: Mathau, he's making me feel like I need to acknowledge the letter W, like he's. <laughs> that's, that's <Walter. laughs> i telling <laughs> Like Walter he's Matthew. connected to the letter W. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Sounds exactly like my boy Walter Mathew. Now, I also have somebody younger who's passed. I feel like somebody
0: lost their child. We call this, this one's Dennis the Menace.
1: And the older <laughs> man is letting me know that the child is here. I thought you're going to say huge. He's a big, he's a big kid. But with this child, this isn't a healthcare passing. This is something that happened. I'm getting, I'm seeing a train. It's got to be an event or something that actually takes place that causes the person to pass. It feels uh, impact-related. So I feel like somebody passes with an impact. Somebody I'm seeing, seeing the Acela
0: train with In a track.
1: vehicle accident. I'm
0: seeing an <laughs> asteroid. Whoa, that would be cool. Is this a is this a dinosaur? <laughs>
1: It's big. It's a big thing. There's a bang that takes place, and it's not a suicide. This is not a suicide. This is not somebody claiming responsibility. Well, it's not that they're not claiming responsibility. They are kind of claiming responsibility. They're making me feel like they put themselves in the wrong position, the wrong place at the wrong time. Other lady hasn't
0: gotten a word in yet, huh? dude's just throwing a lot of shit at the wall.
2: And so
1: this event was extremely publicized. There are um, uh, headlines and spotlights all around it. And they're showing me that there are three or four occurrences when people were reporting something that seems to be slightly off. And the way it was being reported, this individual made this individual look bad. I don't know. It's like this weird, I don't want to call it controversy, but there's some controversial issue that comes up with this. Okay. Now I'm going to say, I'm going to go back to you and say that this male who's coming through again is claiming to be above you. That means the father, the uncle, the grandfather. He's telling me to let you know that he's here. He wants me to know that this younger male is coming through with him. I'm calling it a male energy because there's a very dominant energy. Energy attached to it. It may be female, but if this is a girl who's passed, I'm getting a very dominant energy. No,
2: oh, this energy's got a dick. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's got big huevos on this ghost. <laughs> I have to let you know that he comes through with this child. But in particular, I know that you lost a child. You understand that? Is that true? I understand. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, now there's an A-name connection that comes up here. <laughs> they want me to acknowledge the A, okay? They're making- Fonzie? <laughs> a. They're making me feel like I also need to acknowledge the other son, the brother. They tell me to acknowledge the boys here. They're showing me your son living, then you have a daughter that's passed, right? Oh God, this is so much information. <laughs> okay
0: there's a big male energy could be a father could be uncle she's also got a boy another boy a daughter one of the boys is dead am i am i clear on this it's hot in here i feel like i'm losing my fucking
1: daughter is passed then you have a daughter that's passed right
0: how how many ladies how many kids does lady
1: lose yes okay my family had cholera i don't
0: know (laughs) my family all died in big impacts Yes.
1: Yes. All right. Well, here's the deal. She Big has a controversial very... impacts Four impacts. All my kids gone. Okay. Here's the deal. She has a very dominant energy. The way it comes across, I would think you might've lost a son because this energy is very masculine, very strong, very tough, but her toughness is not exterior. It's not an external toughness. It's like a internal spiritual kind of toughness. And she wants her brother to know that she came through. <laughs> this lady
0: just chimes in like, I have no kids.
1: I don't know know where you're getting this from.
0: You got the wrong lady. I'm the receptionist here. Diane's upstairs.
1: I don't know if you're coming up on the second month of her passing, if you're coming up on the second anniversary of her passing, but I feel like we're coming up on two. I'm getting the number two and she's feeling, she's making me feel like I need to talk to you about you selling your property. Are you selling the house? Are you selling stuff? She's telling me you got to sell to John Edward at a loss. Sell it fifty percent off to John Edward. She doesn't talk about her father though. The father's not around. Oh yes, no, the father he's around. Oh, oh, he's living. Yes. All right. Well, where does the L come in for him? Like Len,
2: lenny Leo, Lee, Leah. Oh no, he loved to he loved to lick, and we called him Licker. Oh, my husband Licker. Oh, Leah, that's (laughs) her name.
0: That's her name.
1: Well, she wants me to acknowledge the Len, the Lee, the Leo kind of version. I feel like uh, I want to take that and call her that. Maybe dad might have called her that. Oh, he called her Lily most of the time. Ooh, Lily Sobieski.
0: Is that the celebrity? (laughs)
2: <laughs> Trying to get a celebrity here. 2004? Why would it be Le- 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 This Le- is prime
0: lily Sobieski time.
2: Lemon, Jack Lemon, Walter Mathau. Walter
1: Mathau. It all comes together. Big W in the room. She's telling <laughs> me to tell you that what you wrote was published that something you wrote was published and she's acknowledging that and she wants to know about the yellow tattoo or the yellow painting thing that comes up here and she wants me to bring it up okay well now I'm back to the fact that her passing was an event there's an accident ooh accident but she's not driving a car Uh, she was, uh, something... It's not something she's responsible for. I feel like I don't have to be here. Like, I don't have to be in the vehicle. Like, I didn't have to be in the vehicle. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's the right time because she was done with what she had to do here. As hard as that might be to say. But I feel like she's doing more now there. She wants me to go back again because one of her major things you're having a hard time with is how she passes. Yes, yes. And she's making me feel like she doesn't want me to tell you. She doesn't want me to tell you how she passed. She's making me feel like you understand what I'm saying, and I don't have to describe to you what happened. Get to the point, John. What are the lottery numbers? Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yes? Now she did not pass on September 11th, but she's telling me to tell you 9/11. She's showing me 9/11. There's something about 9/11 connected to her in some we way.
0: We both hate, we both hated 9/11 so much. We we didn't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we both watched it on television. We had that. We had that in common. We neither of us like nine eleven.
1: There's something about nine eleven connected to her in some way, or to your family, or to her. But it's like some of the families that I dealt with are nine eleven related. They didn't have the ability to physically memorialize the person. You were able to do that in some respects. Yes. Uh, she's telling me that April is a significant month. It might be a birthday or an anniversary. Okay. Yada yada yada. Skip 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 skip. Ooh, skip skip oh, skip wow. skip. that's the first one. Did she write? She must have been a writer because she had to do something that would be. They're making me feel like something important is coming out, like being published. Like there's a writing.
2: Does, does it always take this long? Yeah, this is the
1: abridged version. <laughs> it is literally this is, like, this reading this. this Four-hour meeting. Reading this out loud. I'm like, this guy is totally a fucking grifter. He's like guessing. Yeah. And she's just like, yes,
2: yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh,
1: I think they're making a movie of her or like maybe like a small documentary. He knows who this is. (laughs) Let's spit it out. Do you know who this is? They're showing me Selena. You're not related to Selena, are you? No. Oh, then she's got to be like Selena. Uh huh. And she wants me to acknowledge your mom. Who's like Selena? Your biological mom. Your mom and she have overlapping similarities. There's a parallel between both, whether it be the same name, similar dates. There's a similarity that comes up. Is this Aaliyah? Yes. if they're gonna do something writing wise about her you need to do it you need to be the person that does it not somebody else with her own stuff uh whatever she did job wise was she trying to get more active in the control oh yes well she wants you to do the same so when you do something it's gonna be therapeutic and healing your son shouldn't do it you should do it even if you gotta work with a writer who's gonna capture the voice the feelings private moments what is this career advice Oh John. Jeez, oh, John. Yada yada yada. Where's Betty? Betsy. BB. There's a B name. <laughs> uh, uh B name. Or there's a there's a number. What room is this? Or <laughs> there's a no it could be a number. Give me a color. What do you think? Name anything. You ever used a
0: wrench? You heard that before? <laughs> what room is this?
1: Uh this is 722. That's 722 Seven twenty-two. It's just like a B The 722 have a meaning for you? This is a big building There could have been a lot of rooms they could have given you But we got this one The meaning, uh, that's where I met you, John Edward Well, she was <laughs> 22 when she passed Alright And she loved this hotel It was her favorite All right. Uh, the Marriott Suites Yada, yada, yada. It was Aaliyah, by the way.
2: Boom. Oh, boom. Gotcha, John Edward. Jeez Louise. A lot of pages
0: to get there. Wow. Well, you did it, John. You're a genius and a psychic.
1: I believe you now. Singer, Al- actress Aaliyah had died in a plane crash on August 27, 2001. Yeah. Well, she didn't even see
0: 9-11. She died and then saw 9-11 from the afterlife. And I was like, I missed this. <laughs> well, let's stop there. Oh, thank Man, you. Man, Aaliyah died and the world went to shit, huh? That's when it all went to hell. Ain't that the truth? I saw Aaliyah at, I was in the crowd at Total Request Live in July 2001, and Aaliyah was what? the guest. I saw her. I saw her up in the studio with Carson Daly.
2: Did you make eye contact?
0: No, I was just a little boy in the crowd.
2: I thought, wow, Aaliyah. Is <laughs> that Aaliyah up there from that
0: music video with the snakes? And then I, she died like a month later. And then a month after that, 9-11. Big three months for me personally. <laughs> and Aaliyah.
2: That's a big summer break. And you're probably still telling kids at school all about it on September 10th.
0: Yeah, I came back to eighth grade and I was like, I took a trip to New York City this summer and I saw Leah, and then she died and then 9-11 happened. And it's like, well, I was there. I, I, I'm the common denominator here. I saw both these things. I saw, I saw Leah and the World Trade Center in a three day period. And then two months later. No more. All gone. All gone. <laughs> Nobody knows where Austin Hannah was during those days. Nobody's questioned me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he wasn't plotting. As far as they know. <laughs> ashes to ashes
0: dust to dust he says that's what i said that's what i said all right are you ready to jump ahead now to the next section let's skip let's not do any more of that <laughs> no more transcripts of that insanity that was a nightmare although it was fun to see his process of just bombarding you with as much information as possible until you just say yeah yes yes i know somebody with a name whose letter starts with a letter of the alphabet we'll be right back we have more afterlife answers from the other side by john edward coming up right now. Hello, welcome back. This is More Afterlife Answers from the Other Side by John Edward. This book if you want a hardcover, $35.97. That's a steal. Amazon.com.
2: Man, we could hit each other in the head with that.
0: hmm We could. It's a, it'll be a lot softer than the bricks we use usually. I'm looking at the reviews here. Most of them are, yeah, enjoyable read, you know, not what I expected. The answer's within. My favorite review is just called Book, and the words are, I was just really disappointed with Book. I found <laughs> it very boring, and I gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump in to the book. Can you
1: just read words now? As my co-workers at Crossing Over know all too well, no one within I'm insufferable, no one within a hundred foot radius of me when I'm in reading mode is immune to other side radar.
2: He's going to get that butt. This is what he's
1: saying Come here let me bug that butt The episode <laughs> of the show That viewers ask me the most about Is the one where I did a reading For <laughs> a guy named Basil
0: Do we have anybody here Oh what's is it uh
1: What's his name Oregano <laughs> Oh Basil
0: Oh no, Basil My name's Basil
2: <laughs> Ah right I grow Basil Oh
1: <laughs> Now Basil They call me Basil On account of all my Basil <laughs> Basil was the manager Of the parking garage Adjacent to our first studio In Manhattan this guy wasn't even in the room, but his relatives from beyond saw that he was close enough to be pulled into the studio from outside, so they could his say a few words. His relatives were like,
0: "Hey, Basil's working parking at the, the psychic uh, <laughs> show. Yeah, let's weekend. get him on. Let's get him on TV." Come on. Hey, my boy Basil's outside. Get him in here.
1: Dozens of crew members on Crossing Over, including the cameramen and producers of the show, have been surprised during the taping when I've zeroed in on them instead of members of the gallery. Another example of a surprise reading happened in early in 2003 when I was a guest on Larry King Live. Hey, there's our
2: boy. Oh, shit.
0: Larry Bear. If you believe in reincarnation, that means Larry King is currently a baby.
2: Or a butterfly.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine if the the fly I swatted earlier was Larry King?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was just trying to interview you. Live TV is a great arena to illustrate how this process works moment by moment. Since Crossing Over is taped, TV audiences don't get a chance to see the instant electricity happening the way the members of the gallery do. (laughs) It's so much better live. I really hate that we have to tape it. <laughs> on this night, after chatting with Larry, we opened up the phone line so I could do some quick readings to callers watching. That's wild that he thinks he can do it over the phone. I remember
0: seeing that on TV, him doing it on, with callers. And it's yeah. like really the the spirits know to go to New York.
2: Oh, yeah. while they're
0: calling from Iowa or whatever. Okay, hey, I don't make the rules of the afterlife.
2: The spirits are there anyway; they're on vacation. They all yeah, just follow dude. him
0: around. Uh, the afterlife is just falling around the handful of psychic humans that exist. So you can just be like,
2: "Hey, tell my son I'm around. <laughs> tell my son I didn't mean to uh, get hit by that chili truck. Chili train. <laughs> you just tell him I'm sorry, okay?
0: Tell him sorry. I thought I could make it. I thought I could make it across the tracks." <laughs>
1: I saw the bars going down, but I really had to pay. I hit the I hit the gas. When I do this, the phone lines are usually jammed up within seconds. Callers have to wait a long time to finally get on the air and get their two-minute connection to me and the other side. So it takes him
0: an hour and a half to figure out celebrity Aaliyah is around, but he can crank out a couple in two minutes for these people on the
1: phone. Well, wow, she's a celebrity,
0: so. She values her privacy even in the afterlife.
1: This day was no different as people called in from all over the world and lines lit up like a pinball machine. But wouldn't you know it? Of all times, to get stuck during a reading, it happens on live TV. I was on the phone with an eager caller, and he wasn't validating a single word I was saying. Ah, you're full of shit. I don't have a family. And yet, this information was coming through to me with such clarity. Was anyone else in the room with him, I asked. Nope. Was this for a friend or relative? Nope. The lights on the phone were blinking with dozens of callers on hold, but this energy coming through wasn't going to let me move to the next person until I finished with him starting to worry that we were in for a major delay when out of the darkness of the studio, someone spoke up. Oh, I think it might be for me, said the voice coming from yeah. the shadows.
0: Yeah, sure. Let's roll with that. What's her
1: name? It was a relative of the <laughs> studio makeup artist sitting way off to the side. I didn't even know she was there, but she heard the information and she knew it was for her. Well, I started giving her a reading and we continued on into the commercial break. And after we came back on the air,
2: maybe it's just like a measure of who's the closest fool.
1: <laughs> Somebody there was like, I, I think
2: you're th- talking to me. <laughs> it's like,
1: uh, sure. Yeah. But it just goes to show you that the other side doesn't take note of doors or walls and it doesn't care whether you've made an appointment or not. If you're nearby, you're fair game. What about a lock? Bathroom door. No way. No
0: barrier for your ghastly family.
1: I don't control who comes through or when, but I do know that timing is everything for all involved.
2: What would you do if you're a ghost? Uh, Ganesh, you go first. What would I do? What would you do? Would you haunt people who wronged you? Would mm. you just try to brighten up someone's day i would say i mean since i watch a lot
1: of rea- fly on the tv reality tv now i'd probably just kind of hang out around people's lives and see how people are living and see their wow of all voyeur. the, all no, the no, fucked no, up no. shit they do
2: you would get so pissed off oh because you like to be in control of like the remote and you seeing someone else's remote mm, you would start true. haunting yeah how do you what would you do shane Oh, pranks. Oh, oh, okay. Why not?
0: Sure. I'd go stand at uh, second base at Yankee Stadium and just watch baseball games.
2: Oh, yeah, that's pretty
0: cool. That's a great answer, actually.
1: Why second base? Why not behind the plate so you can feel the thrill of the pitch coming at you?
0: I'd move all over the place. Fuck it. I'd go second base. I'd go behind the plate. I'd go in the outfield. I'd go in the dugout. I'd do all kinds of shit. Nobody can stop me. I'm a ghost. You think Lou Gehrig's out there, too? Yeah. I'd go go there in pants, Lou Gehrig. Yeah, I'd show up at the Field of Dreams causing a, causing a ruckus.
2: Can you eat? I guess you can't eat food, right?
0: Shane, that's one of life's great questions. Can you eat food after you're dead? Hmm. <laughs> I want a hot dog after I'm dead.
2: <laughs> right at the moment I die. I would like a hot
0: dog, please. When I, wake, when I open my eyes and I'm at the pearly gates and he's like, do you have anything to say? I'm like, hot dogs, please. <laughs> 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 two. Two francs.
1: Two. Two. <laughs> You can the ask, listen, you can
0: ask God for anything in the world. You're only all starting off, easy, right? starting off with what I know. Heaven is just me
2: eating hot dogs all the time. Do you think like, do you think you'll be like polite in heaven? I feel like I'm pretty polite in real life. I, <laughs> I don't know. I like, would stop in heaven. You think the yeah. power
0: is going to go to my head that I'm in heaven?
2: No, I just feel like politeness is kind of a chore.
0: It is. I feel like politeness is a joy. That oh. really says a lot about you. Shane. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: right. Politeness <laughs> is a joy i like to be nice it's nice to be nice wow <laughs> and being like wow once i'm dead and i've made it to heaven it's time to cut all the
1: all the bullshit and start well i feel like i feel like being in heaven would be like at being at a it's like being at a job that you don't want to lose like i feel like one misstep and i'm out that's the true
0: door. you say one wrong word they're pulling the lever no and you're fuck
1: that dude
2: you're, you're in once you're in you're in forever and you show up and a, just start being an asshole immediately. It's their Cha-ching!
1: problem. <laughs> I'm in heaven. <laughs> you don't need to get like tenure or something.
2: No.
0: Now, nah, once you're in, you're in. Heaven is just a, a, a to answer for your uh, earthly deeds and misdeeds. Once you're in there, you're good to go, and you can be a big bitch if you want. <laughs> you're not. You're. are walking into people's little heaven homes and not taking off your shoes, Constantly, muddying up their carpets. Yeah, fuck you. I made
1: it. Every single uh like explanation of the afterlife is it's all just exhausting. Like heaven or hell, it's like you're doing this for eternity. Hinduism's like you keep getting reincarnated until you figure your shit out. And that's that's lifetimes. Like what? It's all so much work, dude.
0: I mean, but what's the alternative? Nothing? You would just want to do nothing. You want to turn off like a light switch? You just want to be done? I don't know. Is that what you want? What do you want?
1: <laughs> I don't know. What do dude. you want
0: to happen? Okay. All right. Hey guys, averse to a little work. (laughs) Yeah. It does seem like a lot of time. Eternity.
2: Uh, yeah. Too much. Probably too much.
0: Like there's no end. Once you get to heaven, you're just like, I unpack my bags. And it's just like, this is it. There's only so
1: many times I can watch SVU start to finish. If you go to heaven you could literally watch anything. That wouldn't be too bad. That's cool. You think they got steam decks up there? They got anything you want up there. Yeah.
2: Paramount plus up there. Whoa. Peacock.
1: Whoa, porn. You think they got porn or is it like they got like a filter on the fucking That's searches? in hell
0: only. Oh, in heaven, you only get to yeah. see people kissing on the lips and holding hands. That's just the rules. I don't make the rules. Alright, are we done with this section? I feel, I don't remember you saying let's stop on there. On February 11th, like
1: 2003, I was scheduled to read Christian Chenoweth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a sentence heaven. The singer? <laughs> the,
1: yeah, the Broadway star. The Broadway, Christian Broadway star.
0: I'm a big fan of Kristen's. She was famous in 2003.
1: Oh, she's been around. And I brought one of her CDs to the studio so she could autograph it. Wow.
0: John Edward has assigned Cheno a signed Kristen Chenoweth CD in his home. We know that for a fact. What do you think now. she was in back then? I don't, I'm trying to think what she's in now. Like what? I, I know who she is. but like What is she in? Isn't she on she's Glee? She's a small lady. Oh, Pratt sounds about right. That sounds like something John Edward would watch. She's on quite frankly. Glee. I think she was in... Was she in Frozen, the musical? All I know about her is that she got hit. Something fell on her on a stage and she got injured.
2: Oh, she's very small. or some
0: shit. She's That's tiny. You don't want to get hit when you're that small. Anyway, what happened? What happened to Kristen Chenoweth? I'm interested now. You got, when you said Kristen Chenoweth, I lit up. I'm ready for more information.
1: 2003, she was known for her performance of, of, of Sally Brown and You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown on Broadway. Oh, John's favorite musical. Okay. Oh and also Glinda in Wicked. Wicked. Uh, that's the big one. That's the good one. That's good. You tell okay. him. No John, no he brought his fucking uh your good man Charlie Brown CD with him.
2: Uh, he's a wicked guy. We know. He likes me. He's got a little. He's got a little edge.
1: Well, she and the two pals she brought were big fans of my show, and it's always a pleasure to do a reading for people who are familiar with the process. Now that morning, I was on the way to the gym, and I found when I felt that unmistakable tingling at the back of my neck. Do you think Christian Chanwith is embarrassed by this now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. Looking back on this, I'd be like, "Oof, two thousand three was rough." I don't think you look. I
1: don't think celebrities look back. Christian is <laughs> just forward. She's just straight ahead. An energy that was trying to get my attention. And I knew from past experience that this energy must belong to the reading I was to do later that day. Made a mental note to myself that it felt like a husband or a brother or a friend or something.
2: Yeah, any kind of human being. Yeah, <laughs> one of those things of any sort. And
1: I asked him to wait and come back later at the beginning of the reading. When I walked on to this. <laughs> hey, I'm the busy s-
0: right now.
2: I'm done. T- <laughs> I'm in the bathroom, sir. I'm making curly cues in the toilet. <laughs> when I walked onto the set that afternoon.
1: <laughs> come on now.
0: When I walked, Sorry. That's the funniest way you could describe when it. When I walked
1: onto the set that afternoon, <laughs> I was introduced. The psychic John Edward describes
0: his own his own turds as curly cues. It's in the book. <laughs>
2: It's in the book.
1: In the toilet.
2: <laughs> Tor- I'm trying it out. Tor-
1: I was introduced to a very bubbly Kristen and her two best friends from grad school, Denny and Aaron. And surprise, surprise, take a guess who was also with Kristen acting as her publicist. None other than Jill. Larry King. Oh, Who's
0: Jill? <laughs>
2: Jerry King.
0: <laughs> who's
1: Jill? What is that somebody we know from before? I don't know. Ah, okay. From the start, the reading seemed to jump around a lot, going from Kristen to Denny to Aaron and back again. But there was one male figure that kept coming back. Here we go again. Who does this belong to? And I really wanted Kristen to have a good session. But here was this male figure coming through with all this information that no one could validate. Damn, Kristen got a bum reading. Uh oh, it was someone in the control room. Alright, let's stop there. Who cares? <laughs> seriously who who fucking cares man
0: oh my god (laughs) you gotta treat this work with respect (laughs) ah yada yada someone in the control room (laughs) fuck them who gives a shit kristen i know you paid a lot of money to be here but this other guy over here knows somebody who died none of your people cared they're all in heaven having fun eating hot dogs doing the damn thing um chili dogs or is that hell (laughs) depends Depends on if he got hit by a chili truck or not. Are you ready? Is this the next? Is the next page? Last page? Yeah, it's gotta be.
2: <laughs> for oh, like, he's just hitting like,
0: he hit the wall, dude. <laughs> Damn, it's getting hot in here. This dude. guy
2: makes me mad. Yeah, he's a phony baloney, uh, squirting Ooh. out curlicues in his big porcelain <laughs> bowls all over town.
0: Gross ass <laughs> fucking turd. With his with his boys watching and cheering him on from the afterlife i like how he describes him as his boys and not like his family they're just like other ghosts these are just my boys no explanation needed uh okay yeah fair enough next page last page here it goes no Eesh. his boys it's are like uh... jimmy hoffa
2: and uh genghis khan, <laughs> genghis khan. <laughs> <laughs> napoleon uh hitler i collect these guys hey. these are my guys
0: <laughs> uh let's go let's jump we'll be right back more afterlife answers from the other side coming up after the break All right, let's go. Let's bring this puppy on home and get the fuck out of here. Let's bring this puppy on home and get the fuck out of here. This is the last page of Afterlife. Answered from the other side by the con man, John Edward, with a forward by Sweet. Angel Larry King Uh, What's
2: next
1: What's How does this end Sometimes I feel that my dad Is sending me encouragement from above Just last week I got Together with my uncle Thomas And his wife Anne Marie And they told me that My father was so proud of me When he was alive He used to turn on crossing over And show me off to his friends saying Oh that's my son it's so funny be on the show with him, when I'm dead soon. It's funny that just like before, my father is telling me he's proud of me through other people. But I know it's true and I know he hears me and I believe that with him up there and me down here, we're just trying to bridge that gap inch by inch.
2: Man, yeah. how far is it? Pretty far to heaven. I don't know. Yeah.
0: It's like a hundred miles.
2: We never got to that part of the
0: Bible when we read the Bible. How far away heaven is? Yeah, Yeah, they don't get into specifics. (laughs) If I like built a ladder, how high would it have to be for me to get to heaven and knock on the door? Do they even mention heaven? Do they go into like the architecture or anything? Funny thing about the Bible, they don't even say heaven once.
1: (laughs) Everybody just kind of made that up themselves. I really do believe in my mantra of validating, appreciating, and communicating with our loved ones while they're still here. But... I also believe that we all have our human limits and can only go as far as those boundaries will allow. We can continue working on our troubled relationships after someone has passed. That's what—that's limits, baby. No logs, just cues. <laughs> By the same token, if we had a loving relationship with someone who was crossed over, well, that relationship also continues onward and grows in its love. Remember, your loved ones are around you and always with you. Well, I'm doing private things here. Get out of here, Nana. After 20 years of doing this work and helping. My grandmother's just watching
0: me do this podcast for five years. How embarrassing. I'd be ashamed. I left this earthly realm and this is what you're doing with it. That's a conversation
2: you're going to have in heaven. And it's going to suck. What did you do with your time on earth?
1: Um, You
2: saw. They're like, don't lie. Because we were watching the whole time. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'm going to get grilled about these Curly Q things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When St. Peter opens up his big book of your transgressions, Curly Q is going to be on the first page in big letters. (laughs) I really hope they can't see my fucking search history, dude.
1: I'll be like, oh, man, I used a VPN.
2: You're telling me they can see that shit still? my God. Heaven heaven sees through the VPN. That would be a good grift, actually, if you made a VPN called Heaven's VPN that blocked (laughs) uh, everything from... St. Peter's book or whatever. Uh,
0: uh, uh, VPN's so good, even the angels can't see it.
2: And it costs $20,000 a year, baby.
0: You only need one sucker to buy in and you're rich. $20,000 rich.
2: That's
1: lunch. (laughs) That's a couple lunches and some dinners. After 20 years of doing this work and helping countless people, uh, I'm still grateful for the constant validations. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Bing, bang, (laughs) bong. Vatican, 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 Vatican. Well, he's Catholic. You know he's Catholic. We're all still searching for answers. Uh, whatever, man. The Damn. <laughs> whatever well, I've never heard, Ganesh man so, never heard
0: Ganesh so upset at the end of a book. Doesn't appreciate the art of the con. Well, that's the end of that. Pretty sad stuff here. <laughs> Ganesh is defeated. need will take a little break for I feel, next week. I feel, Get his head together.
1: I feel just fine. Okay, good. I you still too. got the yeah. Wikipedia page for Christian with popped on, so I'll just breeze take a look, through this. Take a, take a gander at that later when we log off. Nice, nice palate cleanser.
0: I bet. Alright, well hey, that's uh afterlife. That's what happens afterlife. Answers from the other side. John Edward. I think next week we should read John Edward's book, The Vice Presidential Candidate Who Cheated on His Wife with Cancer.
1: You think he's got one?
0: Oh, I'm sure he's got one. I'm sure he's got
1: one. Was he John Edward as well or John Edwards? John Edwards.
2: His book's called It's Not So Bad.
1: (laughs) Was he the guy that went, No,
2: No. that was, That was, uh, uh, Henry
1: Darger. Henry Danger. (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) Was it another John? Henry Darger. I'm getting a God. John. I'm getting I know a Jay. exactly I'm who getting, it is, uh, but I'm
0: getting I'm I'm a Jimmy. Uh, uh. I know exactly who it is, but I'm too
2: hot.
1: I know he's, what he looks like. <laughs> he's short. He's,
2: he's still on TV. He was the head of the oh, DNC. It's Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Henry John Danger. Edwards, Howard <laughs> Dean.
1: Whatever.
0: It's too hot. It's too hot. We got to cut. The, we got to end this. It's, the heat is getting to us. I see an I H. See I see a D. <laughs> I see a screaming man. What's his name? H- Harvey Derringer? It's close. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's John Edward. You know, it doesn't look like John Edwards has a book. Or if he does, it was removed.
1: There's was a some book about him, about his scandal. Love it.
0: We'll come back to that some other time. That's the sequel to this one. John Edwards followed by John Edwards. Uh, Okay. The end. I'm, I'm pulling the plug here. I'm I'm freaking. It's, it's hot as a. Bola, cincinnati something or other in here let's get out of here that's the end of the show thanks for listening thanks to chris link for our artwork thanks to morris reese for our music you can give us a phone call 567-309-0357 we'll uh play your voicemail on the air and answer it uh you can hit us up on social media let's stop there all over the town request a book if you're theoretically a patreon subscriber hit up the discord chat with us request books just talk to us talk paul hollywood with us That's all we ever want to talk about. Go rate and review our show, if you please. If you like what you hear, you know, go out there. Give us five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Maybe even channel a dead relative or two. Spread this thing around the afterlife. You never know. Might get some listeners. And that's it. That's the whole show. (laughs) We'll catch you Yeah, we're big. We're
2: big in heaven.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what we've been telling advertisers. The numbers don't show that dead people love us. Goodbye. We'll see you next time.